Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, July 30th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $38,960.86, down 3.01%. Ethereum at number two, $2,354.90, up 1.76%. Tether at number three, $1. Binance Coin, number four, $310.87, down 1.21%. Cardano at number five, $1.26, down 1.29%. XRP, number six, uh, $0.72, cents, up 2.47%. USD coin, number seven, $1. Dogecoin, number eight, $0.20, cents, down 2.14%. Polkadot at number nine, $14.76 down 0.72%. And last but not least, Binance USD, $1. Let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So let's take a look. Today is neutral at 53. Yesterday was neutral at 50. Last week was extreme fear at 23, and last month at this time was fear at 28. So today we got a lineup of three and six, so six articles. Let's take a look at the table of contents. Article number one is Bitcoin to 100K by October. May not be too unrealistic if. Article two, best Bitcoin and crypto wallets for 2021. Article three, Bitcoin. When can we expect a potential golden cross? Article 4. Bitcoin balance on exchanges dropped to 2018 level amid massive BTC outflows. Article 5. This is what you should know about investing in Doge, Cardano, and XRP. And last but not least, today's main topic is if you own any cryptocurrency, there's a secret tax loophole that can save you thousands. All right. So before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much for all my supporters. If you're catching me on podcasts, check me out on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Leave a rating and a review that will help the channel. If you're on the YouTube space, click like, share, and subscribe because it does help the algorithm and it will get my content more uh, views and more awareness and people can get more unbiased crypto news and updates. So again, thank you so much for all your support. All right, let's take a look at Article 1. Bitcoin to 100K by October may not be too unrealistic if. With Bitcoin bouncing off lower lows swiftly over the last weekend, looking at the spike in volumes on 26th July, futures traders were in for a surprise. As the entire market became more active following the 25% weekly gains, the options market highlighted some interesting trends. Even though these unexpected price moves stirred up the market, they couldn't push Bitcoin's price enough to spur the derivatives market. The reason? Despite its recent bullishness, Bitcoin remained close below the 40k mark. As much as most want to believe that this was a breakout, the crucial level of 42k is the one to look out for. The same was highlighted by a recent Econometrics report. Quote, if you look at a price chart, you'll see that this 40k level doesn't count yet as a breakout. A real breakout would be a daily close above 42K, which is pretty much the highest point BTC set in June after the crash. However, the options market reveals a noticeable shift in sentiment too. Firstly, overall, there were seven puts for every four calls. 
This suggests that more traders are less worried about downside. Also, a closer look at the contracts reveal that there are five puts for every two calls in July and one put for every call after that. This means that the market is skewed towards puts for the July contract, which, by the way, expires in a couple of days. After July, however, sentiment following uh, back into the neutral can be observed. For 29 July, the eighth consecutive day of Bitcoin closing in the green on a one-day chart, BTC options volume projected a bullish picture. The top five BTC options volumes were calls. Interestingly, 210 DBT were calling the shots on Bitcoin's price reaching 100K by October end. Another interesting trend that was spotted was in the realized volatility, or V, implied volatility, IV, charts of Bitcoin for six months. A parabolic rise in the IV amid the rising price meant that traders expect the prices to rise further. Such a parabolic move was last seen in May when Bitcoin rallied. Can that be the case this time too? That depends on whether Bitcoin breaches the 42K by the end of this month. Apart from that, Bitcoin's one-month put-call skew, which measures the cost of puts to calls or bearish bets to bullish bets, declined sharply from 15% to negative 2% at press time. What's more, the total one-week put-call skew declined from 13% to 5%. This narrowing of the spread between prices for puts and calls and the narrowing between the IV and RV essentially implies that most investors, traders, are not keen on another price drop. However, Bitcoin will lose this bullish narrative without a clean break above 42k. Any thought of BTC going past 100k should only be entertained then. So what do you guys think? Bitcoin to 100K by October may not be too unrealistic if. Comment down below if you think that 100K is possible by October or if you think 100K will be reached by 2022. All right, let's take a look at Article 2. Best Bitcoin and crypto wallets for 2021. The safest and most secure places to stash your cryptocurrency. Prices go up, prices go down. The Bitcoin is here to stay. And as cryptocurrency continues its march toward the mainstream and becomes more entwined with the global economy, sooner or later, you're going to need a place to store yours. Bottom line, if you're looking to invest in Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency, you'll need a wallet. Given that we're talking about digital currency, wallet is a metaphor. As a secure place to store your proof of ownership, a cryptocurrency wallet can take the form of physical hardware or software installed on your computer or smartphone or in the cloud. Well-known services like PayPal, Venmo, and Robinhood allow you to purchase Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency quickly and with the little technical know-how. Most of these online services and their integrated wallets are custodial, however, which means you're trusting the company to secure, protect, and hold your cryptocurrency. Ultimately, they have control and your crypto is in their proverbial hands. As such, unless you make frequent transactions or have only a modest amount of money involved, we recommend you not store your cryptocurrency in an exchange account. The best practice is to invest in a hardware wallet for offline storage. The next best choice is a non-custodial software wallet, which gives you more control over digital assets. We'll look at both here. In either case, greater independence brings with it responsibility. You'll have to keep track of your own private key, the crypto equivalent of a super secure password. 
you'll also need to determine which is a higher priority, accessibility or security. Hot wallets store cryptocurrency online. Cold wallets are disconnected from the internet, offering additional insulation from hackers, but also a few additional steps every time you transact. Read on to find out which wallet is best for you. So let's take a look at number one, best for beginners, Coinbase wallet. Coinbase, which went public in April, is the best known exchange in the US. The company makes it easy to trade well-known cryptocurrencies from Bitcoin to Dogecoin and has its own Visa-backed debit card that integrates with Apple Pay and Google. If you're new to crypto, the Coinbase wallet is a good place to start. It can be downloaded as an app for Android or iOS. The interface is intuitive and the wallet is fully integrated with the company's exchange, which makes it easy to conduct transactions, including purchasing coins and tokens with traditional currency. Unlike the company's exchange, Coinbase wallet is non-consodial. That means that only you have access to your wallet's private key, which is generated with a 12-word recovery phrase when you sign up. Note that there's a difference between storing your cryptocurrency on Coinbase's exchange, which is custodial, and the wallet, which is not. But the integration between them makes it fairly simple to transfer funds back and forth. Best for security, Trezor Model T. Trezor's new interface, Trezor Suite, just came out earlier this month, replacing the company's wallet web app. This analysis reflects our initial impression of a new product. Therefore, but Trezor has been around for quite some time, established back in 2011 as a subsidiary of Czech-based Satoshi Labs. The $190 Model T is a Trezor's second-generation hardware wallet and it comes with many of the same features as a Ledger Nano X, detailed below. One major difference is that Trezor's software is completely open source, which affords some additional protection, theoretically at least. The code that powers the wallet is available for scrutiny, and the thinking goes, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Trezor Suite is designed to run natively on your desktop, which generally provides greater security than a web based app, though you can also access Trezor Suite through the company's website. Trezor wallets currently support more than 1,600 coins and tokens, and you can make transactions directly in Trezor Suite with the company's integrated exchange. Shaped like an old-school stopwatch, the Model T comes with a touchscreen and a USB cable to connect to your computer. It also features a micro SD card if you want to add encrypted storage directly to your hardware wallet. It does not feature Bluetooth support, however, an omission that some security advocates prefer as Bluetooth connectivity could be an attack vector for hackers to exploit. Three, good balance between accessibility and security, Ledger Nano X. The Nano X is the Ledger's second generation cold storage wallet. The integrated Ledger Live platform, which is easy to learn and use, supports more than 1,800 coins and tokens, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP. The wallet can be connected to your computer via USB cable and Android and iOS mobile devices via Bluetooth, a connection the Model T lacks. The device is sturdy and features a small LED screen. To start, you'll set up a pin, then a 24-word seed phrase. The seed phrase acts as your wallet's private key, just like other wallets. As long as you keep the private key safe, you won't lose your crypto assets, even if you lose your wallet.
It's important to note that Ledger suffered a data breach in July 2020, which resulted in the theft of some customers' personal data, but significantly not their crypto assets. No private keys to wallets were taken, but there were reports of customers receiving phishing emails and other scamming threats afterwards. That noted, Ledger has been long trusted name in the crypto world, but the data breach is a good reminder to be careful online, especially when it comes to dealing in crypto assets. Four, best for desktop users, Exodus. Exodus is a hot wallet, which means that your assets are stored online, but it's non-custodial which means that only you have access to your private key, a 12-word password phrase that protects access to your crypto assets. The Exodus wallet is designed to run on Mac, Windows, and Linux computers, though there's a companion app available for Android and iOS devices. The desktop user interface is slick and easy to learn. Your wallet is seamlessly integrated into the Exodus exchange, so it's easy to make transactions. Exodus supports more than 130 types of cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether USD, and Dogecoin. But the exchange has some noteworthy limits. If you want to purchase crypto with US dollars and store it in Exodus wallet, you'll need to first purchase the asset on a centralized crypto exchange, such as Coinbase, and then transfer the assets to Exodus. The app version allows purchases of Bitcoin with USD. And once you have an asset in your wallet, it can be easily exchanged for other supported assets. While the wallet itself is free to use, Exodus charges a fee for transactions made via its exchange. Hot storage wallets are generally considered less secure than cold storage wallets, and some Exodus users may eventually want to upgrade to cold storage. The good news, Exodus is fully compatible with Trezor's One and Model T hardware. Number five, best for mobile-only users, Mycelium. Mycelium has been around since the beginning of the crypto era, and the Mycelium wallet is one of the oldest and best-known Bitcoin wallets. This is a mobile-only wallet. There is currently no desktop version that supports both Android and iOS. Mycelium wallet has an appealing simply interface, but it supports fewer kinds of crypto than others profiled here. You can send and receive Bitcoin, Ethereum, and ERC20 tokens such as Tether USD, USD coin, and Binance USD, but not the hundreds of Estoric coins that have been developed over the past few years. You can buy and sell Bitcoin directly in the app, and Mycelium lets you buy Bitcoin with regular fiat currency. The Mycelium wallet is non-consodial, so you'll have to sell access to your private key and PIN. This wallet is also the only hot storage wallet on our list that completely open source. Though there are security advantages in that, it also comes up with limited tech support options. Basically, if you get stuck, you can submit a help ticket to the email address listed at the bottom of the web page. For more advanced users, Mycelium supports QR codes, allows you to set custom transaction fees, and offers compatibility with hardware wallets from Trezor, Ledger, and KeepKey. So here's the question, do I need a crypto wallet? If you want to invest in cryptocurrency, you should invest in a wallet. That noted, if you're just dipping a toe, services such as PayPal and Robinhood allow you to buy a coin or fractions of a coin and store it on their servers. These are custodial wallets. However, whenever you don't have the private key, we recommend non-custodial wallets for long-term cryptocurrency users and investors. So how much money do I need to open a crypto wallet? 
It depends. Hardware-based wallets generally cost between $100 and $200, though many software-based wallets are free. Most don't require you to actually own any cryptocurrency. So which wallet is best for beginners? If you've never used cryptocurrency before, we recommend Coinbase Wallet. Coinbase is a well-known US-based crypto exchange that's easy to use and it works well with Coinbase Wallet. Well, which wallet is best for advanced users? Today's cold storage wallets can be quickly and easily connected to the internet for fast transactions. So most advanced users nowadays are probably most interested in a cold storage wallet. The hardware wallets sold by Ledger and Trezor are both good options. What are the risks? Cryptocurrency is subject to far less regulation than conventional investments and securities. While the lack of oversight is an attractive feature to some investors, it's important to know that Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are highly volatile. Experience dramatic price swings on a daily or even hourly basis and lack many of the protections of other forms of investment. The risks are significant. Are assets and crypto wallets insured? While the companies offering crypto wallets may offer some guarantees to customers and users, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation does not currently insure digital assets like cryptocurrency. That noted, the environment is evolving and many government agencies, including the FDIC, are gathering information and considering legislation for the future. What's the safest crypto wallet? Cold storage wallets are generally thought of as a more secure way to store cryptocurrency when compared to a hot storage wallet. If you plan to store a large amount of coins or tokens for any length of time, we recommend using a cold wallet. So there you guys have it. Best Bitcoin and crypto wallets for 2021. The safest and most secure places to stash your cryptocurrency. Comment down below and let me know if you actually hold your crypto on hot storage wallets or cold storage wallets. And if you do on cold storage wallets, let me know if you're using the Ledger or Trezor wallets. All right, let's take a look at Article 3. Bitcoin, when can we expect a potential golden cross? Well, Bitcoin will have a huge impact on the market if it successfully achieves what its indicators seem to be pointing towards. With BTC trading close to $40,000 at the moment, analysts have become skeptical of what's to come next. Popular analyst Michael Van de Pop analyzed the cryptocurrency's market recently before going out to mark the important levels which might dictate BTC's price movement going forward. So the Bitcoin Golden Cross. Now, this has been analyzed and discussed in the past as well. In fact, a previous analyst had placed the expected dates for the Golden Cross close to the end of July and the beginning of August, a projection that now seems to be coming true. When the 50 MA crosses the 200 MA, a death cross occurs, usually an indication of a price fall heavy consolidation. A GC is seen when the opposite happens, when the likelihood of a GC was bleak for most of the month, thanks to a week-long rally, this GC might be coming true. Post the 19 June DC, the 50 MA kept falling. With the indicator now picking up, however, the GC is closer than before. This also opens up different price ranges for Bitcoin, each of which could support or deflect a bull run. So Rec Capital on Twitter said, 
BTC's fantastic recovery continues. And so the 50-day EMA continues to flick up. This means that a potential new golden cross could happen as soon as by mid-August 2021. Red Capital, again, on a tweet said, the BTC death cross occurred in late June 2021. Since then, BTC has enjoyed our, such a recovery that two death cross EMAs have begun to flick upwards. If BTC continues to hold these highs or rally higher than new golden cross, then could occur in once month time. So important zones to watch out for, first and foremost is the $41,000 level. While many maximalists and investors expect BTC to break 41K over the next few days, the analysts disagreed. Quote, we are still acting inside resistance. We are going to get some consolidation before we are getting any bullish continuation. This sounds plausible, especially since any rally might result in a slight correction. And with Bitcoin, this correction could come at either of these two levels. Number one, a drop towards 45.5K, 36K, higher lows formed in this range will be just the support needed for Bitcoin to rally ahead moderately. Or number two, higher low at 32.6K. As a critical support for the 40K rally, a higher low can serve as a good support for another rally. According to Van de Pop, quote, if these two zones, 32.6K, 35.5K to 36K, hold that would guarantee or at least push the price up for Bitcoin. So what's more? The analysts also claim that any breakdown from these levels could result in Bitcoin falling to 26K. This would validate the China pump scenario. Bitcoin's on-chain metrics, however, seem to differ from this prediction. Bitcoin is not controlled by the Chinese. A simple observation for the price DAA divergence shows how BTC has managed to finally break its two-month-long downtrend. This breakout is an indication of increased retail participation, following up on the hike in miner participation. According to the miner net position change, miners are buying again as BTC finally exited the great migration phase. These findings also underline the positive sentiment of the market, something that could protect BTC against any major breakdown. So what do you guys think about this Bitcoin? When can we expect a potential golden cross? Comment down below if you've heard about the death cross and the golden cross. All right. Uh, before we move on to the round two, I just want to take the time to say again, thank you so much for all my supporters. Again, I've been reading the comments in the YouTube videos. And again, thank you so much. I appreciate all the love and support. You guys have been giving me a lot of advice and recommendations about what type of videos you want to check out. Uh, so far, people have been interested in Ethereum and also NFTs. So if you're interested in that, let me know and give a like on the video. If you're on the podcast space, again, please give a rating or review that does help the channel, especially if you're on the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast realm. All right. So again, thank you so much. Let's keep on going round two. Article four, Bitcoin balance on exchanges dropped to 2018 level and massive BTC outflows. So two points in this article. Number one, Bitcoin balance on exchanges has returned to the lowest level in July, 2018 amid massive outflows. And point number two, active users on the Bitcoin network have risen by 30% to 325K users. 
Cryptopolitan recently reported a growing level accumulation amongst deep-pocketed Bitcoin investors, which was subsequently drying up the Bitcoin balance on exchanges. Today, however, BTC balances on exchanges has dropped further to 2018 levels, following a massive number of outflows recorded in just the past few days. Massive BTC outflow is usually regarded as a bullish sign as it results in more scarcity of BTC. Bitcoin balance on exchanges shrinks to July 2018 level. Bitcoin balance on all exchanges significantly dropped within the past days, reaching the lowest level last seen since July 2018. According to data shared by crypto analyst Will Clemente, he pointed out there have been massive outflows. At least 63.7K Bitcoin was moved off the crypto exchanges yesterday. In his tweet, looks like exchange balances just dropped to the lowest they've been since last 2018. Two massive outflows today, one worth 23,530 BTC this morning and another batch worth 40,181 BTC about a half hour ago. Would be wild if true. Can we get confirmation at Glassnode at N3O Cortex? So it remains unknown whether the aforementioned transactions are internal transfers from exchanges. However, outflows are usually considered to be bullish, especially if done by BTC investors, as it shows investors are interested in hodling. To sum it all, a gigantic amount of Bitcoin has been moving off exchanges since this week. Within the past 24 hours, more than $7 billion worth of BTC left exchanges, according to Glassnode. Bitcoin active users spikes by 30%. In a separate report, Glassnode confirmed a wake of active users on the Bitcoin network. Last week, Bitcoin activities surged by about 30% from 250K users to 325K active users. The last time such activity was recorded was during the Q2 2020, when BTC was still trading around $11,000. The growing activities on network coincide with the resurgence in price of Bitcoin. At press time, Bitcoin was trading at $39,681. So there you guys have it. Bitcoin balance on exchanges dropped to 2018 level amid massive BTC outflows. Comment down below if you were investing in Bitcoin back in 2018 or if you're a newcomer in this 2021 year. All right, let's keep on going. Article number five. This is what you should know about investing in Doge, Cardano, and XRP. Crypto adoption across industries has not really been gradual and steady. The market has seen erratic waves of speculation, exuberance, and acceptance. The growth of altcoins such as Dogecoin, Cardano, and XRP has underlined the evolution of the crypto ecosystem. These alts technically are the market's old coins. Now amidst the presence of hyped-up newer coins like Matic, Dot, and ICP, how do the old coins fare? Is it worth investing in them at this stage? Well, let's find out. Number one, Dogecoin. Created in 2013 as a joke by its founders, the market's most popular meme coin is actually one of the oldest cryptos in the market. Leaving aside its meme and joke aspects, Doge pumped up 8% over the past week. In fact, the alt's yearly ROI shared an impressive figure of 6,388.56% at press time. 
time and again, Doge has enjoyed many frame showers thanks to the self-proclaimed Doge father. In fact, when Tesla CEO Elon Musk made an appearance on SNL earlier this year, Doge's price hit its 0.7 all-time high. Since then, however, Doge's market cap dominance has shrunk from 3.15% to 1.7%. For the most part of 2021, Doge's sharp ratio, the risk-adjusted returns, have remained well above zero. However, at the time of writing, the same stood in the negative, negative 3.31 to be precise. A lower ratio indicates that assets hodlers are exposed to comparatively higher risks. The odds of negative portfolio returns also intensify as when the sharp ratio declines. Though Doge's uh, development activity did pick up the pace in the initial few weeks of June, it has been on a downfall since. With no explicit use case, this alt's long-term future arguably is dull too. Furthermore, when competition increases in the space, Doge will have to improve on its developmental side to sustain itself in the market. Number two, Cardano. Cardano made headlines yesterday after Morningstar's Amy Arnott claimed that ADA would end up seizing a spot for itself in the top three. ADA's uh, dominance in the macro frame has recently been much on the rise. Even though there have been a few hiccups of late, the larger trend seems to be appealing, unlike Doge. When compared to last year, ADA's development activity has been dwindling since May. The halt in ADA's growth stage was also evidently visible on the assets adjusted NVT ratio reading. This indicator typically describes a relationship between the market cap and transfer volume. Notably, Cardano's adjusted NVT ratio was as high as 56.7 on 11 July. However, the same had fallen to 17.19 at the time of writing. The press time ratio for Cardano implied the network value has not been able to keep up with the hike in usage of the network. However, the same can be expected to rise by the time Alonzo is in full flow. ADA's volume, which was oscillating around its December 2020 levels, around $200 million, has gradually started picking up pace now. For instance, the volume on 26 July reflected a value of $1.3 billion. If the same trend continues, the NVT would get uh, the required push, and so would ADA's long-term price. Number three, XRP. Over the past month, the price of this alt has remained range-bound in the $0.50 cents to $0.70 cents bracket. Nonetheless, the sixth largest crypto's price has appreciated by more than 21% over the past week. Now, that's definitely something to cheer about. In fact, XRP's volume also registered consecutive upticks of late. Same stood at $6.5 billion at the time of writing. XRP's development activity, too, made noteworthy strides of late. What's more, Ripple recently announced the launch of RippleNet's first ODL service implementation in Japan. In fact, the blockchain firm has been astute enough to tap into developing and uncharted regions to render its services. The token's adjusted NVT registered notable spikes as well, denoting a hike in the adoption and utility of the network. Again, this is a good sign. Looking at the state of all three altcoins, it would be fair enough to claim that investing in Cardano and XRP at this stage seems to be a better prospect than investing in Doge.
It should be also be kept in mind that the crypto community sternly believes that demand for smart contracts and cross-border payments may massively blow up in the coming years. Hence, ADA and XRP seem to be the pretty compulsive duo to cling on to. So what do you guys think? This is what you should know about investing in Doge, Cardano, or XRP. Comment down below if you have any Doge, Cardano, or XRP tokens, and if you think they're going to blow up in the next year. Okay, let's take a look at our final and our main topic today. If you own any cryptocurrency, there's a secret tax loophole that can save you thousands. Recent weeks have seen a flurry of cryptocurrency news, from Tesla announcing just a few days ago that it's still holding $1.3 billion worth of Bitcoin, and that it's also planning to accept Bitcoin as payment soon. The city of Miami is also continuing to talk up Miami Coin, its own cryptocurrency token that would be used to fund development projects in the Magic City. Meantime, some crypto market investors are celebrating the recent 46% dip from the market's all-time high in May. That's because of a tax loophole which has been garnering headlines in recent weeks. This particular loophole treats crypto losses differently than losses associated with an asset like a stock. And more awareness of it comes at a time when Democratic lawmakers in Congress want to squeeze crypto investors for more money. So... Latest cryptocurrency news. The loophole, which may sound a little esoteric for the average American, works like this. Crypto investors can sell their assets at a loss. Then they can use that loss to whittle down or wipe out capital gains tax on other investments that are doing well. And they can buy back the crypto asset they sold at a loss to make sure they're ready when a price rebound happens for it. Whereas normally, they have to wait essentially a month to do the same thing with a stock. One thing savvy investors do is sell at a loss and buy back Bitcoin at a lower price. CPA Shehan Chandreska told CNBC, you want to look as poor as possible. Chandreska went on to explain that he sees people doing this every month, week and quarter. Depending, of course, on their level of investment sophistication, investors can rack up so many of these losses. He said losses that they can just put toward offsetting any future gains the infrastructure bill, and Amazon. We should add that this comes against a backdrop of other major cryptocurrency news, specifically a major development associated with the infrastructure bill that the Biden administration desperately wants Congress to pass. Basically, new crypto reporting requirements are part of this bill's mix of policy goals. Don't ask us what the relation is to roads and bridges. You know, infrastructure. It seems that the idea is for the new crypto reporting requirements to help raise billions of dollars. For what else? To help pay for other infrastructure uh, aspects of the legislation. Also, on an unrelated note, we mentioned in a post a few days ago that Amazon is seeking an experienced individual to lead its digital currency and blockchain department. The finding led to speculation that Amazon will eventually support Bitcoin payments and might even eventually launch its own cryptocurrency. Amazon has an official position on the matter. We reported earlier this week. The company's position is that the swirl of reports claiming that Bitcoin payments are coming soon are unfounded. However, it ended up sounding more like a non-denial denial. Truth be told, the company certainly seems to be interested in the blockchain landscape. 
So if you own any cryptocurrency, there's a secret tax loophole that save you thousands. Comment down below if you know any other tax loophole hacks and if you know how to actually minimize the taxes that you have to pay on the capital gains. All right. Let's take a look at the prices before we leave. Number one, BTC, uh, $38,960. Ethereum, $2,354. Tether, $1. Binance Coin, $310. Cardano, $1.26. XRP, $0.72. Cents. USD Coin, $1. Dogecoin, $0.20. Cents. Polkadot, $14.76. And last but not least, Binance USD, $1. All right, so that wraps it up, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you're on the podcast space, again, check me out on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can check me out on Android or iOS. And if you're in the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. It does help the channel. Again, that is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. So I hope you guys have a great crypto day, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.